0: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. How are you guys doing today?
2: Six weeks out from hip surgery. Going to get cleared. uh, When's that going to go away? (laughs) Are we done with the hip yet? Hey, what buddy, if he's
0: saying oh I'm going to play, get cleared today but he's been, been, been cleared for games 3 games weeks?
2: Jesus. You guys don't know, right? <laughs> You'd never know.
0: What if he what I if he's been no lying this
2: idea? He got it's he got fake. cleared
0: the day before we moved
1: opposite. Oh
0: no. I hip don't...
1: surgery. What hip surgery? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cane was all in
1: Tara, act. Tara's going to say what? What are you talking about? We went on vacation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've all been bamboozled.
1: Uh, <laughs> we've been bamboozled. It's a great word, Leo." And <laughs> I
0: love it. So you
1: get you get cleared tomorrow. So you're getting your medical clearance tomorrow and your lower body injury, and you'll be day to day.
0: Today. Oh, it's Clear today. today
1: buddy. So then Clear you're today. gonna be day to day. Clear today. I, I can resume. Can you
0: start riding the Peloton?
1: I can start
2: riding the Peloton. Wow. I can, I can start totally. lifting heavy objects. I can start putting
1: together the studio. Oh, wait, no, that's oh, right. Mean, it's no. done. So isn't it ironic <laughs> that you get it done the day? Before. like you get medically cleared the day before we actually go live is that a coincidence all I have to say is I scheduled the surgery well before we announced
2: our move to a new Sure, no, maybe yeah. I had some inside information I don't know <laughs> yeah no. sure mm-hmm. Wow,
0: well, well Craig I'm excited for you and back in time for the season to start but doesn't it hasn't stopped you from being out at the ice den you were there this week, and we talked about some of the things that you had reported on Wednesday's show. But anything else you can tell us about the skates at the Ice Den? This week, we're just a few weeks away from training camp now.
2: Just some observations. Uh, Anton Stralman was there and... You know, he's like, hey, guys, hey, guys. And they're like, hey, and he's, he's like moving away from us because he he clearly did not want to discuss his future. That's still up in doubt. Uh, that's still in doubt. I don't know where Anton Strawman's going to end up. We've talked about this a lot. I thought he might end up back here. Um, but, you know, it, it, the fact that he's still practicing in Arizona, who knows? We'll see what happens with him. It was good to see Jason Demare's toothless smile again and talk with J.D. He's always a character. Um and then, uh, you know, Brad Richardson was on the ice, still around, al- along with Phil Kessel, by the way, who still hasn't gone to Vegas. But I, I, you know, Richie's not, not talking about this, but I get the sense, I'm hearing from a couple people that Brad Richardson could be a possibility to return to the Coyotes. We'll see how it plays out. Um, you know, it's probably going to depend on some other things as well. It's going to depend on, you know, probably what he's willing to take to play here, but... Petey, you and I both know that his daughter Lexi is here. His mom's been taking care of her. So it would be a good situation if he could return to the Coyotes. And it would be a really good situation for media because Brad Richardson is on the all-quote team. And I will have him on the show anytime. What's going on here? We have two Petey's.
0: Nobody can see this, but we have two Petey's on the screen right now. Yeah, I'm going to remove one because I don't like that.
1: I, I don't know what happened. My computer I just Yeah, you
0: I just thought you sometimes you don't move. I just thought you were <laughs> very still.
1: I was just not paying attention to Craig. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm to take
0: your pulse. I mean, it wouldn't be the year. first
2: time.
1: I contemplated just staying <laughs> oh off after I got kicked out. But the Brad Brad Richards would be interesting. I mean he's a, he's a he's a quality NHL person. I mean he does things the right way. He's one of the guys that you go back to he, he's an old school NHL guy. Like one of the guys in the locker room that can actually call out another player. You know, you do that nowadays, guys start crying if you if you if you badmouth another teammate. But Brad Richardson stands up and can talk the talk. So it'll be interesting to see how that progresses.
2: So he can talk the he, talk and then some um, would
0: he, he also, be a good locker room addition oh then my God. For the, especially for what this team is going through.
2: Yeah, he yeah. would automatically take over the two touch games and he would cheat like hell, like he always has at two touch, but
1: he's uh, he's a fun guy to be around.
0: Okay, yeah, second, well,
1: that. second that could be he holds guys accountable. And, and again, in a season like this, and you got young guys and guys trying to learn having somebody that holds people accountable, um, even when you're losing hockey games, you can be accountable for how you play. And I think that would be an asset for this locker room. All
0: right. Well, those are Craig's observations from the ice den. Um, also, on Wednesday, we saw a tweet come out. Oh, surprising news out of. ASU, which the report was that the Coyotes will sell out Mullet Arena, which is something we've known because Javier Gutierrez has told us this. We've reported this again and again over the last few months. And Coyotes fans themselves, numbers aside, Coyotes fans have been arguing this case for many months. (laughs) So to, to see it thrown about on Twitter that way was a little bit... Comical, in my opinion, but yeah,
2: I don't know that that was Greg's intent to say, "Oh, it's I shocking. know," like, but that's I, how I, it I came across. It's it's surprising to other people because if you read if you read the national narrative on this, oh, you know, we we know we've heard it all. They're not going to sell out. They have no fans. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we've been reporting it nonstop that they were going to sell out, but you know, listen, ESPN is the the rights holder, right? They're the broadcast rights holder, so it's good to see it out there from a national out that will probably quiet some of this chatter, although people will just find something else to talk about. They'll say it's a joke because it's it's only a 5,000-seat arena. Of course, they're going to sell it out. But if you dive into Wyshynski's story, what Javier is also saying is they're going to surpass their season ticket revenue. Hopefully, we can dive a little deeper into all of this, get a little more granular, granular understanding of this when we have Javier Gutierrez on the PHNX Coyote Show on Monday at 11 a.m.
0: There you have it. Javier Gutierrez will be a guest on our show Monday, September 12th, live at 11 a.m. We'll, of course, ask him all about ticketing. I know it's been a hot topic among Coyote's fans, among previous season ticket holders, among our members-only Discord as well, so we'll be able to ask him all about that and, you know, get in deeper on what this ESPN story was reporting, so really excited to have Javier join us on Monday for his second appearance on our show.
2: Officially a friend of the show now
0: officially a friend of the i heard another podcast and they called it was like friend of the pro like a or like a friend of the show a foss i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's really <laughs> lands but anyway um yeah really excited for that and like i said not this has been a thing that coyotes fans have had to defend for a long time so can we just we'll get, get to cold, about it hard at some facts. point
1: though Leah, can we start talking about it at some point point oh, amen. probably not. So, once I, the puck drops I, and they say, okay, it's 5,000 sure. seats. They're all sold out. Can we move on
2: here? There's... Think about this. One of the four home games that they play in that first stretch where they only have four games in their first 24 is against the Rangers. So the New York media is going to oh, descend goodness. on mullet arena. And what do you think we will hear when the New York media descends on mullet arena? Can't wait for that. Can't wait.
0: Mullet Arena is not Madison Square Garden, and nobody's trying <laughs> to think? argue that it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know what I like best about Mullet Arena, Leah? What? It feels like an arena. Sorry, that was a Harry Styles rip right there, and you didn't get it. Did you hear what I... he said up on stage? You I'm know what I like best about the movie? Fooling. It felt like a movie.
0: Oh, my God. That quote was so funny. I saw someone was like, this quote really just shows that Harry Styles did not finish school. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Wow. Ouch. Uh, Sorry, Harry. Still love you. Still love you, Harry. Harry
0: Moving on from Harry. Somehow he comes up on every single show. (laughs) But speaking of Coyote's tickets, you can buy yours. And we recommend using game time to buy your tickets. You can get discounted tickets on game time. It's the hottest new ticketing site and makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. Great for all the procrastinators out there. I'm guilty. And if you love PHNX, then you'll love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So hockey season's right around the corner. There's a few games left uh, Chase Fields for the D-back season, so get your tickets now at game time. Well, we haven't done an around-the-NHL episode in a really long time, it feels like, so we're going to do it. Um, not nice, a t- it? it does feel nice. It feels yeah. normal. Um, there's not a ton necessarily going on, but some notable things, um, most notably this week, Tim hey. Stutzler. I love saying his name. Nice. Did I That's actually like finally it. nail a name for I like once? That. I like that. All right. Signed an eight-year 66.8 million dollar contract extension with the Ottawa Senators. That's an eight point three five million
2: AAB.
0: Thoughts on this one? It was a splashy one to wake up to on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, and this is the this may be the new wave locking up your young stars early with these sorts of things. You don't do bridge contracts anymore. It's I guess the opposite is paying them after they've delivered for you, like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, and then watching their games. Well, in in the case of Jonathan Taves, deteriorate and wondering why you gave them that money. This is betting on futures. Sometimes you're going to look like a genius because you might lock up a guy for an AV that looks like a real bargain. But again, there's risk here as well, right? What if the guy gets injured or if he, the uh, injury insurance covers it, but it, what if he doesn't perform? What if he doesn't pan out? Then you're you're stuck with a, uh, a player on a very long term contract that probably isn't worth it. There's risk on either side and there's arguments to be made on either side. But at least when you're betting on futures and, you, and you're doing your homework, you could say, look, the guy's not going to be like 35 on the tail end of this contract. We know what happens to players when they get to that age. They deteriorate. So this maybe is a little bit more of a logical
1: move. I just, I've wrestled with this for a long time, and these these contracts of this length have always. I, I mean, I'm not a GM. Clearly, I sit here and do this. So, what the hell of my opinion even matter? But eight years to me, you sign anybody to eight year contract. At the end of that contract, by year six, somebody's hating this contract. I'm just telling you, they are. It is the incredibly rare exception. Alexander Ovechkin that you don't hate the contract but I'm telling you every other one somebody's going to hate that contract somebody's going to buy somebody out I like this kid I think he's a really good player he's 20 years old and I like where this Ottawa team is going I like their offensive upside they're doing a lot of things right I like all that He's played 132 games he's got 34 exactly. goals in the National 34 goals in the National Hockey League and they gave him over 8 million dollars mm-hmm. that concerns me and maybe they're going to look like geniuses when they're hoisting the cup in five years. Maybe they are. But if they don't, and they don't make the playoffs in an eight-year, ten-year, then what did you just buy? Right. I, I bet you there's so many general managers in this league look back at eight-year term contracts and go, "Oh, good grief, I wish I could get out of that. We'll a lot, see.
2: Of, lot to unpack there, right? Like, it, it, listen, the eight-year contract, that's that's what's allowable, right? That's what, what a—, a a home team can resign its player to um, agents obviously drive a lot of this and they're, they're pushing these lengthier terms. Otherwise, Oh, my guy's going to look elsewhere. So you, you have them over a barrel a little bit, but it's, I, I do, I do see this trend coming. I, I agree with you, Petey. First mm-hmm. of all, he's played one full NHL season. So it's a big risk. You're saying this guy's going to be your number one center, but our own Jesse Friedman just wrote about this trend in baseball as well, where they're trying to lock up players, that are younger to longer-term deals. And the, the advantage for a team like the Senators is Ottawa's never going to be a cap team. So if you can lock up a guy who's a star, number one center to money that isn't going to be number one center money, especially a few years down the road when the cap goes up, then you look like a genius because you've locked up a superstar and you don't have to worry about, uh oh, we're the Ottawa Senators. He's too expensive. We have to trade him now. So that, that's the thinking here. But- Again, there's still risk,
1: and the other side of that too, Craig, is is the free agent side of it too. And you look at the team like Ottawa, like Edmonton, like Buffalo, like Winnipeg. Man, some may say Arizona. So I'll say, hey, they can struggle to get the top end free agents. You can, like, it, it's Ottawa is not a big destination team right now. Now maybe they will be in the future. They're not a destination team. So yeah, I get it. Lock them up. Lock them up because you're not going to get that that premier free agent when when he's ready to be a breakout star in the NHL. Ottawa's not going to make his short list. And again, it's, I don't want the Ottawa fans because I know they're all watching our podcast to see if we talk about the arena. So if you're listening, this is, we can talk about free agency in Ottawa. It's just real. I mean, it's, it's reality. So maybe you lock them up now and it secures your future. And you talk about all these young talent, you got Kachuk, you got this team that's going in one direction, lock them up. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think I just get scared with eight years. I know that's the maximum allowed by the home team. It's a long, long eight years, a long time Ask the Minnesota wild. They're looking at Parisi and Souter right now and see how long they think those contracts are.
0: And and also he's a good player, but you know, like I think of players who were getting locked up for eight years early in their careers. I think of like Sidney Crosby, for example, like Sidney Crosby was drafted as a franchise changing player Tim suits is a really good player, but it's just like, I don't know if it's because I'm in Arizona and I'm not as tuned into maybe the, the Eastern conference or the Ottawa senators, but I was just really surprised to see that length of contract at that money for that player, but not in a bad way. Like I would, he's a great player and I would love for him to prove that initial gut feeling wrong. That was just my initial reaction. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, Moving on from Ottawa, another contract we got Kirby Dock, who, of course, was traded to the Montreal Canadiens at the draft this summer, and he's agreed to a four year, $13.45 million contract with the Montreal Canadiens. That's a, and this is literally what was reported a $3.3625 million AAV. Thoughts on the Kirby Doc? I still, I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that he's on the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens. Like that hasn't fully sunk in for me yet.
1: I like this I, one. Go ahead, Petey. Go ahead. I, I like, I like Kirby Doc. I've always liked Kirby Doc, and I probably overvalue him. He's a guy that I think, I, that's guy I've seen, but I'm only on TV. I don't know him exceptionally well, but I like him. And I think there's an upside there. I I think he's six, you know, he's he's a big kid, gets to the net hard. He's over six feet tall. I like him. I I, I think this is a good sign. Now you're talking about an NAV of what what did you say? 3.3625. Okay. Look at you. Look at, look at some rosters at an average volume 3.3. Like that's That could be a fourth-line guy in this league now. You can make $3 million. Like, I, I like the Kirby Doc signing. I think four years for Kirby Doc. At his age, he's still a young player. He's 21 years old. I, I think that's a great signing by the Montreal Canadiens and what they're trying to do in the direction they're trying to go in their rebuild. I think that's a huge signing for them. I
2: remember when the Blackhawks drafted Kirby Doc. I was there, and I was excited about this pick. Now, I didn't think necessarily he was – the next Jonathan Tays, but I looked at him as a big center with some offensive upside. Looking back on it now, and there's still time. I'm not sure Kirby doc has that offensive upside. He, he looks like a strong defensive player who might chip in with some offense, but he's, he's probably going to play down in your lineup. So for the AAV and for what he does at the center position, yeah, this is probably a good move for Montreal. And it, it also benefits the coyotes because it probably improves the Canadians a little bit to push them past the coyotes and make this a, a two-team race for Connor Bedard. Yeah. At least the odds, best odds to get Connor Bedard.
1: You talk about a change of scenery, and maybe this is what he needed because you're right. When you look at his numbers, he's got 19 goals in 152 games. That's not earth-shattering numbers. Um, you know, last year he gets nine goals in 70 games. Again, not an earth-shattering offensive output for a, a guy of his size that gets to the net. Maybe this is one of those cases where a change of scenery helps him. Um We'll see. Because I think he's a better player than his offensive output shows. But again... I've already said it once in this show, I'm not a scout and or a GM. So the hell do I know I I like, I like his size and I think he can make plays and I think he can get to that hard. I thought last year when I did see him, he had offensive opportunities and chances. He just wasn't able to get those pucks to go in. We've seen it here with, you know, players like Kraus and Fisher where everything's hits the post or he just misses empty nets. I thought that's where Kirby doc was last year. I thought he was getting those opportunities. He just wasn't burying them. And I think this is going to be a situation in Montreal Hey, he's going to get all kinds of ice time. Um, they're still rebuilding, so he's going to get an opportunity to play. I would see that that total from nine. I think this will be his career high in goals. So you mark that on this episode. So write it down, Kirby. Dot career high uh, offensive output this year with Montreal. Ooh, look okay. At that.
0: Well, Good I mean, game. and PD, I think I agree. Like what, based on what Craig said and what he was projected as, you know, maybe the change of scenery will help him. I know Montreal isn't necessarily an easy media market um by any means but the i think the montreal canadians well not that chicago did either never mind my whole argument is falling apart but i was gonna say there's not a ton of expectations on the canadians this year i don't think so we'll see we'll see i hope that he for his sake and for the sake of the fans of both the blackhawks or and the canadians actually no not for the blackhawks sake i hope for the montreal canadians sake that Kirby Doc succeeds let's just say that Um, staying on the subject of Montreal Carey Price has been placed on the long-term injured reserve list by the Montreal Canadiens he has a annual cap hit of 10.5 million dollars has four seasons left obviously Carey Price was out for the vast majority of last season only made I think a brief appearance toward the end and it doesn't seem like he's going to play at all this season. He, he may retire. We don't know. Not speculating that. But just that's on the table for sure. Um, so that clears a ton of cap space for the Montreal Canadiens. But they lose their you know star goaltender that was the one that kept them competitive for all those years.
2: Yeah. And we saw how much he meant to them, you know, back to back seasons and they, they lost some other players. Obviously their center position took uh, some big hits after they went to the cup final, but carry price is the biggest reason the Canadians have ever been in contention over the past decade. So not having them certainly assure us that they're going to be in contention for one of the worst records in the league.
1: Yeah. This one, again, it's, it's when it's just too bad. Like he still had great games to play. And I think he had more to give to the Montreal Canadiens. He's a guy that you always wanted to watch. And you, I remember when he came into the league, you're like, this kid can play. And then he becomes one of the best goalies in the world, You know, the Olympic stage, world championships. Like he becomes the face of the the NHL and, and hockey Canada. And it's just, it's disappointing for hockey fans that you don't get a chance to see him play again right now. You know, hopeful, knock on wood, and hope he comes back. But now this is two consecutive seasons where he's, not able to play the number of games that he needs to be playing. It's really tough for the Montreal Canadiens. They need a goaltender like that. And again, that's why they're in rebuild mode, is partly because of Carey Price and what they had to go through there. So it's, it's really unfortunate. You wish him the best and his family and, and take care of himself and his health first um, and, and worry about hockey playing second. But but it's the league is less without Carey Price playing in it. No question. Yeah. Isn't he related he's, to Shane Doan somehow? Yeah, yeah I think second they're like
2: cousins, second
0: cousins, yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah, Carey Price is irreplaceable. He just yeah. is there. Like there's a handful of elite goalies in the NHL, and he's one, and yeah. he's irreplaceable. So it's a it's really a bummer. But like PD said, health comes first, and you know Montreal will have to change their approach to how they build this team going forward. Last note on the signing front or the. Signings that are done front, let's just say, to tease <laughs> the, our next segment um, in Buffalo, which too bad Sean's not here to discuss this one. Tage Thompson agreed to a seven-year, $50 million contract extension with the Buffalo Sabres. That's a $7.14 million AAV. This is another one where I'm in our little Arizona Coyotes bubble, and I'm not as versed in the Buffalo Sabres Atlantic Division realm and I didn't realize that Tage Thompson was this impactful of a player to earn this big of a contract. Again, it could be my own naivety, but interested to hear what you both have to say
2: on this one. Phoenix product, Tage Thompson, by the way. Yes, so, I should have thrown been, that he's in. He's also been at the informal skates up at the ice Then He's been around a lot. Uh, he had a breakout season last year, and it was, honestly, it was his first breakout season. He had 38 goals last season. 68 points so they are banking that that is him coming into his prime he's about to turn 25 you lock him up for seven years i think it's a seven-year deal right yeah um and and again it's a situation where if tage thompson even takes that step to where he's a number two center in this league that's gonna look, look like a good contract for a long time but again you're banking on futures because he has only had one really
1: good nhl season Yeah, and one complete NHL season. It was last year. I mean, the one thing about this is two things. He's six foot seven, which when he gets on the ice, you notice that he He is huge. You notice when Tage Thompson's on the ice. So that's first. And secondly, he scored 38 goals last year. So when we were talking about Tim Sutzla, he had 22 goals. Can you say that again, PD? Stutzla. Stutzla. Now you say it, Leah. Stutzla. Stutzla. (laughs) That's that all totally it just makes you think thing 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 of toaster. Strudel. Right I know that's it probably does, six, I the same thing. So we got 38 goals, he's six foot seven. He got is 38 Christ. Sorry, this is our German <sighs> segment right here. Who played these guys? <laughs> I'm losing you, Christ. Dude. So, okay, with Tate Thompson, sorry. I but again, it's the same argument. You're talking about seven years, the 7.14 actually over time might be okay, but it's seven years, so I. Maybe by the seven years by now, both you and I will be retired, Craig. So no one can call uh, me on it.
0: But going uh, back to that argument you made before about markets like Ottawa and Buffalo not attracting yep. free agents, right. Buffalo is in the same situation. and It doesn't, and that's not a knock on either cities. Like we, you, like you said, you mentioned it about Arizona, um, for now, but. You know, it, if you lock in your young players at that term, then you're not worrying about it in a few years. Or if you get to a situation where their contract is up and they're going to – pending UFA, they're like, oh, I'd actually rather go play somewhere else, you have more time. And and for a team, especially like Buffalo, who's really on the up and up, we talked about it on Wednesday show, they're the number one pipeline in the NHL right now, like they're closer to their window. So to lock him in for seven years – not necessarily a bad mood. Again, everything will have we'll have to see how everything plays out. It's it's all a risk, but it's an interesting one for sure. Um, nothing else, Dad. Okay. Okay. Um, I was just—I was gonna go ahead and say the teams are gambling
2: on their future. Oh no! I was told not to provide segues. <laughs> no, I told you you—you you can't go out of was, order of the ads. I, I, was, I was told uh, I was bad at segues, so. Is
0: that was, the segue uh, you were gonna give though, if you were no, to give a segue?
2: It wasn't. It wasn't gonna be anywhere near that good.
0: Okay. Well, we hockey is still about just over a month away, but the NFL is here. Thursday, th- there's Thursday night football today. Today, That's That's there's crazy. football today. There's NFL Sunday and Monday. I can't believe football is back. The football season is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook app is hooking our fans up right now. If ever people are screaming in the office, they're playing Madden. They're so excited of football. about football! Yeah, <laughs> right now, new customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Week One. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX and bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. Thank you, Petey. Appreciate that. Um now to the signing that is not yet but we're going to speculate <laughs> no,
2: trade but yeah <laughs> not not
0: necessarily well yeah um not necessarily speculate just give our opinions that don't carry any weight toward anything that will happen <laughs> the question is which yep. team would benefit most from acquiring Patrick Kane and Katie,
1: what do you think or uh, or what do we real, think would happen yeah. I don't know where he goes. Like he's a Blackhawk. Like he's a Blackhawk. I, I Wayne don't, I can't Gretzky see, is an oiler. I can't see the 88 chain anywhere. I can't see it. But maybe put him on the bring him to Arizona. Does he have a good fit oh. here, Craig? Uh um... <laughs> no, okay, <good>. he's not. <laughs> he's not. I, I just think he's the guy that's got he's got so much left. Like he, last year was his third best season, third yeah. best productive offensive season as a Blackhawk. Last season. Like he, he was one of the most dynamic offensive players in the league this year, so yes, there's gas in this tank. For sure there is, and it's got to be a contender, and I don't know who's got the room to put a Patrick Kane on their roster right now. Unfortunately, I as always, I didn't prepare as much as I should for this, so I didn't check everybody's cap space.
0: You don't read anything <laughs> that Craig I and I write. That's, That's all. That's true. just my biggest takeaway from this last week.
1: That's not That's true. Right. Like carry on. But carry it's on. Completely my true. wife
2: is the same. So,
1: But where's okay. the cap space? to To, 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 to I had a player like Patrick Kane.
2: Well, here's the thing.
1: Like if, if the Blackhawks are going to move
2: Kane, here's, okay, here's how I imagine this playing out. Patrick Kane, first of all, has a full no move clause. So he's going to pick and choose where he goes, right? He's going to give them a list. Patrick Kane's going to decide a lot of this. He's not going to go to some team that's not contending for a cup. There's no reason to do that. I'm sure he's going to eyeball a handful of teams and say that might work. Now cap space is the issue. Like I I have this just crazy fantasy of watching him play alongside Connor McDavid. I would love to see that happen. But Edmonton has no cap space. They're in cap hell. So I don't see any way of them doing it. There are a number of contenders who just can't make this work, but there are a few contenders, teams that are, you know, still maybe in the mix or or even one that has won it, that that can make this happen. Colorado has considerable cap space. They can move a player out to and clear the cap space for Patrick Kane. What I also think could happen in that Blackhawk trade is the Blackhawks would be willing to retain salary. They could retain half of Kane's salary. So it makes it a lot more palatable. And if it's at the trade deadline, it's prorated. And then Patrick Kane can also sit back See which teams are legitimately in contention, and say, "Okay, these are the two or three teams that I I really want to go to." So I would not be surprised to see this go all the way to the deadline. But I am fascinated by the idea of watching Patrick Kane in the playoffs. It's been way too long. Thank you, Stan Bowman, for ruining the party before it should have been ruined.
0: I need to but go. Find I want to see cowbell. Patrick
2: Kane. Yeah, I missed my cowbell, but I, I want to see Patrick Kane back in the playoffs because he is still a terrific player.
0: PD,
1: yeah, agreed. Ditto all those remarks. And the other thing I think about with him, and not only is uh, he's a ten and a half million dollar cap hit, but his cash is not. It's six point nine. Right. So if if Chicago can retain some of that cash. I know the cap is going to be more important than the money going out, but if Chicago retains some of that salary, it's not a huge, especially from the trade deadline on, it's not going to be a huge dollar amount. It's just going to be and really rely on what's available in that cap space. And, and the return, right? What, what's a team willing to give that's up? That's the so thing.
0: We, like, do, Which teams have the assets to give Chicago what they're going to be asking for?
2: And which teams are willing to give those up, right? Yeah. So to me, it's it's got to be a team that's in win-now mode because Patrick Kane is in the last year of his contract. There's no guarantee what he's going to do in free agency. This is the ultimate rental, right, to get a guy who's won three Stanley Cups and has just been one of the elite players in the NHL. But you got to be in win-now mode. So, like, how many teams have the cap space, the assets, and are in win-now mode? There's not a lot. Like, Colorado, I don't know. Would you put Minnesota in that group, too, where they feel like they can win a cup right now? They haven't proven much of anything in the playoffs. What
0: about... What about the Rangers?
2: The Rangers are another fascinating one. To I've
0: think about. seen like doing research on this because people have written stories about this, you know, possible landing spots. I've seen the Rangers brought up a lot, they and they're move a team. Yeah, they have, obviously they have to move money, but they're a team that. You know, maybe you and I wouldn't say, Oh, they're in win but look at they made it to the Eastern Conference Final. So then that could change how their perspective on their Stanley Cup window. And maybe adding a player like Patrick Kane could be that thing that they think is gonna be worth it to push them over the edge. I don't know. Same I'm not issue. a not am not an executive, it, it, but
1: it comes back to cap space. And you know it's a team. I think that's a. It's a. Can you imagine him in Madison Square Garden? Like,
2: oh, wow, fantastic, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a phenomenal fit. Like him getting the puck over across the seam to Kreider, driving the far post. Sign me up all day long. Love to see it. I just don't know how the New York Rangers can make that work. You know, they've got a million dollars in cap space today, but yeah, you got to move out some significant. But I mean, yeah, is going to leave. Rangers.
2: I was bashing the Rangers, saying they're not as good as, as people think they are. They're they're playing on the, the back of a just a career year. Not, not even a career year, like a, a generational year from a goaltender. But then they go out and get Vincent Trocek. I really like that move. If they go out and get Patrick Kane, depending on what they have to get up, I mean, at that point, y- you look at them and say, yeah, this team's absolutely in the mix. Patrick Kane changes a lot of things. There aren't a lot of wingers – over the course of NHL history, where you would say this guy is a game changer, right? You, you impact the game so much more from the center position, but Patrick Kane does a lot of the things that a center does, particularly on offense anyway, through middle ice with his playmaking with his vision. So, and, and obviously he's, he's proven it over and over again, that he's an elite player. So it'd be fascinating to, to really, to see him in any one of those markets.
1: I agree. But the other thing to look at is this season progresses and you get closer to the trade deadline is see what which team that is making a push has LTIR money, who gets hurt, who's out for the rest of the year. We saw it in Vegas. We've seen it in Tampa Bay. Um, don't hold anything out. Like we, you look at the big money guys and we talked about the New York Rangers, for example. You know, what if uh, Amika Zibanejad goes down and he's got him on? I mean, I love the kid. Please don't wish any will. I'm looking at, you know, your Kreider, Trochek, Panarin. What if one of their big guys goes down and goes on LTIR? Well, there's the cap space and there's the need. So, not just New York, but, but you look for any team that gets into injury trouble on an LTIR basis on a high, high end guy. That could change the path of where Patrick King goes because you're right, Greg, with his holding all the cards, he's going to win. And that's it. So, uh, I think this is going to unfold as the season progresses based on a lot of factors. And, and if a team's willing to move a lot of money out, or maybe there's a bad contract on a team that they want to move out for the following year, that Chicago's willing to take some of that money on, there's a lot of things at play. But I hope to hell we get to see Patrick Kane playing in the playoffs next year.
0: I know this is a direct contradiction to all the reasons that we just gave, and especially the ones you just gave. But I have to say it because it has to be said. Patrick Kane playing in Buffalo in his hometown would just be unbelievable.
2: Yeah. I just don't know that Buffalo is quite ready for that. No,
0: I don't think think they are.
2: They do have the assets, though.
1: uh, Yeah. Guess what else they have? Well, they got a lot of cap space right now. Yep. Just, you know,
0: maybe lots. Patrick Kane, he's American, going home to play in Buffalo. We know somebody else who we might foresee going home. To oh, play there it is. Look at that. In their you, think, you know, uh, at least drivers... once every few weeks. we go...
2: <laughs> Do you think cab
1: drivers will go on strike if Patrick Kane returns to Buffalo? <laughs> Not People
0: them. don't take cabs anymore, they take Ubers. So. That's right. fine
1: (laughs) they got enough space it's it's a it's interesting i think buffalo's probably we talked about their pipeline a lot yesterday i think they're probably a couple years away but boy wouldn't that be a hell of a story
0: yeah if the timing was slightly different it'd be really amazing really amazing so yeah i don't think think so either well that's another storyline we'll follow Going forward into the season and speaking of going forward into the season, the TNT schedule also came out this week. You know, there's not a lot going on, but some things Um, and I scanned all the matchups. I saw the Penguins a billion times on there. I saw the you know, the the classic, the Rangers, the Avalanche, the Bruins and down there at the bottom. And I think March, the Arizona Coyotes will be on TNT one time
2: is that in edmonton or it's at in mullet edmonton arena? so they're not even going to show mullet arena on TNT
0: but could they accommodate the TNT broadcast at mullet and arena like maybe truthfully not.
2: maybe maybe not i would love to see it though i would love to see yeah you, i i mean uh, but th- they'd still be in the studio obviously in atlanta but it would be fun if they did a remote and had biz and doc and mm. and like all and wayne all, like all these guys with coyotes ties anyway at mullet arena yeah, doing uh, a That'd be really cool, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would it'd, be it'd unbelievable. Be a great idea. Put a call in to Gary. Yeah, you just add yeah. it to the so list. We talk about that, and, and I think the TNT, the national thing, in Edmonton. But if anybody follows Butchegrass uh, on Twitter, he tweeted out today that the Coyotes play their first home game on the twenty eighth against the Jets. Game will be exclusive on ESPN Plus. So Butchegrass and who is color commentator that game? Former Arizona Coyote goaltender, Brian Boucher, will yes. be at Mullet Arena. So, hmm. and I, I did not know that. So that means the home opener on the 28th against the Jets, if that tweet is correct, that means it's exclusively it's on ESPN+. Plus. That means it will not be on Valley Sports Arizona. Huh. Who knew? Interesting. So they are getting some national love on their home opener. We'll be there. No big deal. Yep. Yep. Can't wait. I w-
0: I wonder why though they chose that random. Like, do they try and get all thirty two NHL teams on at least they one? They do
1: get all thirty two.
0: So they were like, oh shit, <laughs> 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 gotta squeeze the coyotes in there.
1: Squeeze them in. Get them in. Check them off. Check that box. But it's again, I can't I can't wait to one. I can't wait to see a game there live. Two. I can't wait to see what it's gonna look like on TV. Like, what are the like, camera angles going that to be might on be one game? of
0: them like I, I know it's the coyotes and the jets from a hockey matchup standpoint i don't think it would be one that people in canada would be or not canada but winnipeg definitely but like people on the east coast or wherever else would be turning on but i think this one is going to be highly 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 watched and highly anticipated some- by the too. hockey community everybody's going to want to know what a game looks like an nhl game looks like inside this arena everybody's going to be watching this.
1: What are the sight lines? What's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? like uh, yep. It's going to be loud. I yeah. guarantee it's going to be loud. That ceiling yep. is low. And Craig, are yep. you and I going to go while well, the game's going on for that first intermission? Or are you and I going to go to the popcorn stand and like throw popcorn on the jets? Like where they have to walk through the concourse. I want to like choose like the biggest opponent
2: player that, that comes into in, in those four games, those first four games, figure <laughs> out who the biggest guy is by weight and height and yeah. throw popcorn at him.
1: <laughs> okay, and then
0: pointed point the person next year it was him
1: <laughs> get on our research team at phnx to figure out that who that is in those first four <laughs> games but i'm in craig i swear i will go stand at that popcorn stand with you on opening night the 28th i promise <laughs> I,
2: they, I, they have to have a barrier up right it can't just be a curtain too what they just have a rope? people just will like pull the curtain back i'm,
0: I'm picturing a rope i'm literally pick, rope. because that's what yeah. they do in tucson oh, oh, just the
1: caution a caution tape just caution tape Oh, oh my it. god no it. like <laughs> <But> it'd be like plexiglass.
0: <laughs> it would be cool if it was do. clear so you can see through. <laughs> that's okay. I don't know what they're going to they do. Can't,
2: like throw stuff at them.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Guess we'll see. We'll be there. Well, like we said, we'll be there on the first game. We'll we'll report the facts the people want to know. And this is one the people, at least us three, want
2: to know. Will we have a beer in hand, Leah? Of course, Wait, I wasn't supposed to do that. Was oh
0: I? no, you nailed it. Of course we'll have a beer in hand. And <sighs> Four Peaks is on tap at Mallet Arena. We'll We saw the bar. We saw it. Um, So grab your Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. We'll be drinking Four Peaks all season long for pretty much every post game show. I'm sure we have a beer fridge stocked full of Four Peaks here. And PHNX will be at Four Peaks this coming Saturday for the ASU football watch party as the Sun Devils take on Oklahoma State. You can join us at the 8th Street Pub for Four Peaks starting at 3.30 p.m p.m. for the asu watch party you can enjoy food and drink specials and one heck of a good time on a massive massive screen you can check out the link in the show notes to sign up for free this is a free event it is literally free to go and you get discounted on food and drinks but there's a certain number of spots so be sure to sign up asap before all the spots run out like we said check out the show notes or you can check out phnx underscore sun devils on twitter to get your tickets you must be 21 or older you don't have to be 21 or older to come to four peaks in general because there's plenty of great food but 21 or older to drink and you must enjoy responsibly i'm probably going to stop by for a bit sean will be there the rest of the sun devils crew shane coatry they'll all be there so come hang out it'll be a good time any other uh notes before we head out Friday's the one year anniversary.
2: Was that? I'm really looking forward to that, actually. We got a lot to talk about.
0: We do. I just, I literally cannot believe it. I don't think, well, I don't want to give anything away because I just, oh. I don't want to give away my my speech of reflecting so, on a year yet. So
1: before, because we're, we're closing off the show and we know I don't read anything, have we written anything on the show yet? Like, is there a plan? PD. <laughs> like, is there a video <laughs> and stuff? Like, do we have like clips? PD. <laughs> no, I'm being serious.
0: I'm just gonna... I gonna know.
1: So there's a plan. Have we sent plan. that plan out? Do I there's need? Yeah, I suppose I should prepare. I'll have a column that day too, PD. You can <sighs> you can choose not to read that as well. <laughs> I just look. I just checked my email now. That this this show run was out today for today. Okay. Was that
2: uh, was that AOL that
1: you checked? <laughs> I got the dial up. That's where I'm not getting my stuff. Look at the, the dial up.
0: The pigeon didn't quite make it. the, with the note.
1: Okay, so yeah, so I'm asking. On Sorry, your, they
0: don't make fax machines anymore. I'm
1: you saying, faxed they, it? They definitely did. Have you ever used a fax? I have. With the rolling I paper? Okay, I've yeah, used I a might. fax machine. So, you, could you please do me a favor and send me the email with the show notes again? I, pr-
0: I promise. Sure. I do every time, PD. No,
1: so, you've done it? So, you haven't done it yet?
0: We don't need to take people this behind the curtain, okay? Well, I don't know. It,
1: it, tomorrow's a big day. This is a big day. I know it's, it's a big day. It's the one-year anniversary. I, I'm excited. Who yep. knew? I well,
0: can't I believe it. Did.
1: No, yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be really cool, and I hope the studio's up and ready to run. It's. I tell you what, every day is a little bit closer. It's really cool, and there's some really cool – there's more studios in this new studio than we had at the old one. There's some really cool looks that we're going to be able to provide over these next 82 games, so I can't wait.
0: Yep. Super excited. And you can support us in our one year by becoming a member at gophnx.com. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker when you do. You can try it your first month for just 50 cents for a month-to-month membership. And join our members-only Discord. We have a lot of fun in there. Everybody who's become a member over the last year, we thank you so, 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 so much for joining our family. We appreciate it. We'll be live on Friday at 11 a.m. for our one-year anniversary show on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Be sure to to subscribe there and follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. We'll be celebrating on all the shows because all the shows launched one year ago, well, most of the shows did, um, on September 9th, 2021. So lots of celebrations in hand. We'll also be celebrating at PHNX underscore Coyotes, so follow us there as well. You can follow each of us on Twitter at Leah Merrill at Hockey and at Craig S Morgan. Until then, we'll see everyone tomorrow and enjoy the rest of your Thursday.